y'all. Welcome to this week's episode of Every Mom Needs a Friend. Good to talk to you today. I wanted to just start by giving you a peek behind my scheduling curtain in that I feel like I have been in this holding pattern as I have had so many fun guests lined up for future episodes, but it just feels like between hosting family for three weeks and multiple events for the girls and a girl's trip to Dallas with my mom and sister-in-law, Molly Jane, it has just been hard to stay ahead of the laundry, let alone put out an episode each week. But y'all know that I have deep love for this podcast and it is such a sweet thing to put a feather in my cap. So thank you for grace in this season as I am working to reframe my mind to focus on all the wonderfully positive events that are happening around me. And although my house may be in shambles, it is evidence of lots of fullness. So with all of this self-talk that I'm doing to myself on air for y'all, um, I'm just going to go ahead and release y'all to today's episode where I chit-chat uh, sort of cynically, sort of classically or cliche but in an attempt to think out of the box for what self-care should be and what does look like with littles in the house. So hope you enjoy today's episode and be sure to stay on for the outro today so you can hear what's in store for the next couple weeks. All right. Love y'all. Oh my gosh, there is so much to unpack from If Gathering. I don't know if I will be able to fit it into one episode. So I'm going to dedicate next week's episode to that. I'm so pumped to talk to y'all about that. But for today's episode, I feel like it is something that kind of makes sense for me in this time of, hey, I have three kids. Hey, I have a husband who travels a lot. And I just have a lot going on. Um, and I find myself working really hard to not build resentment. And I don't know if that is a struggle for y'all right now, but I just feel like after I think having this third sweet baby girl, I just find myself trying to put a lot of focus on me. And that's just me being straightforward and honest with y'all. And really like my gut kind of hurts talking about this just because I feel like as you have kids, you are quickly aware of how selfish you are or how selfless you have to be and how sacrificial it really is just the act of having kids, giving up your body, giving up your time, giving up, for me, a career. And I just feel like it is so important to reframe your mind. And I have had some really good conversations with some close gals of mine just recently, just being like, I don't know if I'm like fully enjoying this phase of being a mom. And it's not because I don't love infants. Like some, some people are not infant people. I am. I love newborns. I love kids. I love babies. I love other people's kids. I'm not like against kids and I don't get like kind of worn out by the kid activities in the sense that kids are so fun and they're so funny and they're so spontaneous and sweet and so cute and they say the darndest things. But I just feel like it's been this perfect storm of Christopher traveling a lot and a lot of people visiting and a lot of fun things going on, things that I have been looking forward to for so long. But do you ever feel like when you have a lot of good things that you almost don't even get the chance to fully enjoy the thing because there's just so many good things and you're kind of looking forward to the next thing or retroactively a little guilty if you didn't live in the moment as much? And maybe this is just me, but I just feel like there's just a lot of sweet goodness around me and it's up to me. Like I'm the adult. I'm in control of myself, my mind, 
and I need to pause and kind of focus on what is in front of me and how sweet it is. Like I really, really feel very full. But in the same breath, I can also say that the mental load has been so heavy right now. And I love my sweet husband, but when he travels, he has no like opportunity to even help me out. And so I didn't really sign up to have this like single parent life. And I feel like I'm experiencing that sometimes, even though I'm quick to say he's out there working hard for us. So it's important to say those things out loud. But at the end of the day, I think there is a reality to the fact that when he's gone, even though he's working hard for our family, I'm doing his job too. I am being dad. I am being both parents. And I won't go into too much prefacing for the single parents out there, but like that's an unbelievably hard endeavor. I cannot imagine because I do lean on Christopher so much and so thankful for him. But I do feel like it is such an excuse for me right now and just like calling myself out of when I am working so hard or if Christopher has been gone or if there's just been a lot going on or if my kids have been sick that I almost create this mental tally of, okay, when is it going to be my turn? When am I going to get my chance to relax? And of course, the buzzword, I'm very interested, I should ask my mom this, is like the term self-care. Is this something that women of her generation, when they were my age, do they talk about this? I want to say I can almost see my mom being like, absolutely not. But the idea of refreshing yourself and being sure to not forget yourself and like there's a trend in like the mom world and I think one gal talks about like getting your pink back and that I think they talk about that flamingos lose their pink during those like tough new years of parenting and I don't even know what that looks like for flamingos and their parenting styles they're obviously not taking them to and from school or to and from activities but I do understand the concept of when you have small children in the house it is very um, exhausting but full and It does take a lot of mental strength to make sure that you're taking those moments and those thoughts captive and not letting them create this vehicle um, for at least for myself to kind of like put the attention back on me um, of I'm so exhausted or the kids have been sick and they haven't been sleeping. Okay, well, yeah, I didn't get a good night's sleep. But my word for today and what I'd like to ask for the big question. So get your hands ready, y'all. A one, two, three. Okay, so how do you like to experience self-care? I think that this is a really good question to try to work on thinking outside the box. Don't let it be those like instantaneous or just kind of like fleeting uh, activities that are great in the moment, but um, not going to be something that are life-giving ongoing. And like for me, a very easy like example is like shopping. I love shopping. I love the act of going shopping. I like the act of buying stuff, but I also just like going shopping but it is such a fleeting joy. It's not something that's going to make me feel super full. And um, I remember in the If Gathering this last weekend, um, one of the guys, um, John Mark Comer, I believe, um, he was talking about like, and I don't even know how they get this statistic. Like these type of statistics almost bother me because I'm like, how did they, obviously like I know statistics is they take like a, a subsect within that Uh, data group and and then they can project it out of like this is most likely the percentage for that data group because this is enough of a random sample but he said that 96 percent of millennials will experience burnout and burnout as at least I see it in my life is when I just get to my end and I see it almost as like the emotion of like even in the good moments even when things are going great I still don't feel full so it's definitely a conscious um, look in the mirror and 
self-assessment of where am I at? Um, how am I treating people? Why am I reacting like this? Um, what's maybe the cause that has led to this? And I just feel like burnout is like deep in your soul. Like a vacation won't fix it, even though you know, on a vacation, I maybe will get more sleep. It's not about potentially the lack of sleep, even though I do need more sleep. But after a week long vacation, those things that maybe I'm not dealing with are still there. And so I don't mean it as big as like kids. Obviously, I love my kids. I'm so thankful that they're there. But it is such a thing that goes past like a daily like, oh, I didn't get a good night of sleep that night before, if that makes sense. And um, in a previous mom's group, um, we were talking about self-care. And I just feel like that, again, is such a buzzword for women in my generation, just talking about how important it is and how I feel like women are quick to be like, oh, mom, you need your night out. Oh, like, make sure you get the babysitters. I mean, golly, y'all, I feel like I've had whole podcast episodes about that. But Y'all know when you're on the airplane and if you've traveled with kids before, like Godspeed, that's just not my favorite thing. But when you travel with kids, the flight attendants will say like in the case of an emergency and the masks that drop down, make sure you put on your mask before you put on your kids' masks. And I've heard speakers talk about this as like just such an analogy of like if you're not filling yourself up, if you're not operating from a place of fullness, then it's really hard for you to help your kids be full. And um, so I kind of want to talk about that today. And I, at this mom's group, um, the lady was talking about that, um, especially for me, this is so fresh in my mind, but when I'm putting together my hospital bag, when I'm going to the hospital to prepare to have a baby, if I have that time to be able to pick out, you know, my favorite things, my favorite products and all the things that I need, that what if we treated like our day sometimes like, hey, let's get out all those things we put in the hospital bag. Like, let's get out those special jammies. Let's make sure we're using the products that we love. And I'm quick to like hold off on using this because I want it to be like a special occasion. But it's, um, you know, so important in that sense to kind of like live in the moment and just enjoy it. And it's all, you know, vapor anyway, and we can't take it with us to the next life. So get that fancy stuff out. I also heard the speaker talk about that, you know, we have such a huge expectation for us and our kids. And I don't know what this is in my personality, but when I think that the idea is too big, I sometimes don't do it at all. So it's not like I'm good at being like, oh, I need to eat healthy. So I'm gonna eat half healthy. I feel like I'm an all or nothing person. Like, I might be on a health kick. I might, you know, make sure I am reading my Bible. I might be working really hard on just focusing on Christopher. And then I have other times where I'm just desperately bad at that stuff, like going weeks without even considering looking at a Bible or days upon days of being like, well, I didn't really eat great today. So what's another dessert? That type of thing. Like I just don't do well in the in-between. Maybe that's something I should try to reach for as I mature, but Um, I just feel like when it's the idea, especially if Christopher's traveling and I'm like, oh, I still need to like make sure that I'm focusing on my kiddos and having them thrive in this time. And I can't just give myself a hall pass because Christopher is out of town that this speaker was like, here are the most important nine minutes of the day with your kids. It is the three minutes in the morning when they first get up. It's the three minutes when they walk in the door from whatever activity, if it's school or my daughter preschool Um, And then it's the three minutes before bed. So nine minutes in the day, and you know, I have three kids. So what, that's 27 minutes in a day. That is so important for me to just be focusing on my kids. And that is not a lot of time. And it almost makes me feel sad because it's like, 
um, I stay at home. I should be able to focus on my kids a lot. And I do. I want to give myself the credit that I do. And I love my kiddos. And it's so sweet to get to spend all this time with them. And I'm having a little bit of like, oh my gosh, Ellie's going to kindergarten. I'm going to not get all the time I get with her that I do right now. So like, I want to soak it up. And I think I might do that a lot this summer. But I don't think the speaker is saying other parts of the day, you can just not pay attention to your kids. It's just those are those like linchpin times in the day, those watershed times in the day that they really can set a good tone for the next however couple hours till that next point in the day. So it makes sense, like three minutes in the beginning of the day, three minutes in the middle of the day, three minutes at the end of the day. But what if we took that time and we really just thought about how our kids were well loved and we just really focused to make sure that when they got up, that we really loved them how they wanted to for my daughter Kate, it's going to be snuggling her. For my daughter Ellie, it's going to be talking with her about what she dreamt about and helping her pick out an outfit and being really slow and not forceful. And, you know, when she's coming in after preschool, not being like, gotta do this, gotta do this, gotta do this, just slowing down. You know, I'm so quick to be like, what's the next thing? We got to get ready. We got to be ahead of it. So I feel like that takes the pressure off this idea of like all day is so crucial. Like I love how Busy Toddler on Instagram does a good job of encouraging moms to do sittervising and encouraging them to do independent play. It is so important. And I think I push that hard with my older girls to make sure that they're doing independent play. And it it definitely is a skill to learn. Um, But that helps me balance out my day. So self-care is not this like tangible, like, oh, I'm putting on a mask. It's like, I am putting in the hard work over a long time to teach my kids to play independently so that I'm not just always operating from an empty place. But all that being said, I wanted to end today with this idea of trying softer. So I feel like especially in my household, in my generation, it was all about like hard work and working harder and like trying as hard as you can. And there obviously is space for that. And I feel like especially in any sort of like self-help situation, any book, any podcast, what you're listening to right now, you have to take everything with a grain of salt. Like it's just so ridiculous that people and myself get on here and say like, here's the silver bullets to life. It's just not true. And, um, you know, I just think the Lord has gifted us all with wisdom and discernment through the Holy Spirit. So I feel like I'm even in the midst of right now trying to pray for discernment for the Holy Spirit to give me the right words to speak um, and also to be able to also preface to be like, hey, you know yourself best and you know your family best and you know how to take care of yourself best. But um, this uh, lady was speaking at this women's group about trying softer. And I'm going to link her on Instagram just because I don't even know really how to say her name. But the whole idea is just to recognize that you are a whole person. And so you need to nurture all parts of yourself. Like, let's say if you could describe the 10 parts of yourself, like emotional, spiritual, mental, physical, all the things that like in if you thought of yourself as a plant that when leaves aren't thriving the body of the plant has to work so hard to get those leaves to try to make them survive they almost deplete energy from other leaves and so you have to have the assessment of like okay what do i need to be focusing on right now and what do i need to be like prophylactically working on so that i don't get to the point where that leaf is like dying so it's really a good concept about balance and um, just self-awareness so um, i love the speaker talking about grounding yourself and i don't really know where to go with this especially because i am not a psychologist but i just thought this was such a good way in moments where i feel very out of control to ground myself and it is not a new concept i've heard this concept talked about before so this is not coming from my mouth but it's just something i thought i'd share with y'all 
Um, And so in moments where maybe like you're having a lot of anger or sadness or you feel just very out of control, ways to ground yourself is start with five things you see, four things you're touching, three things you're hearing, two things you're smelling, and one thing you're tasting. So I feel like this is interesting to do even when you're not in this chaotic mess. Like if it could be something you could do to just calm down, you know, before bed or something you could do with your husband, um, you know, as you're just connecting at the end of the night. But five things you see. So look around. It gives you a chance to really like stop just like working through life as quick as possible. Like stop and be like, okay, what are the five things that are pointing out to me right now? And then four things you're touching. It could be just as simple as like the shirt that I'm wearing is touching me or, you know, my feet are on the ground and they're on a hardwood floor. And then three things you're hearing. So for me, it's been so sweet to live really close to an elementary school. So to hear kids literally cackling, laughing outside at the playground, it brings upon like different emotions because I can imagine Ellie doing it um, one day. And so that is all a really sweet like mind story to go down. And then, okay, two things to smell. Uh, This is an interesting one because I feel like (laughs) with kids, kids are very smelly and with breastfeeding, I don't know if y'all feel like this, but I just feel like I'm a smellier person. So sometimes the things that I'm smelling is not the sweetest, but um, it is a cool practice, especially as spring is upon us. And then one thing you're tasting is just something easy for you to just slow down. And if you're, you know, eating a delicious meal, you got a lot of things to work with there. But I love that just principle of five, four, three, two, one, um, just working on your senses and giving you the opportunity to kind of slow down in your day. And I feel like those type of principles are so cool to have in your back pocket. Like, when I'm spiraling at the end of the night and I'm laying in bed and I'm thinking about all I have to do for the next day. Um, I've heard people talk about like start at your toes and just like wiggle your toes and then move your ankles and then, you know, flex and straighten your um, calves. And it's just as a way to kind of recenter ourselves. And I just feel like right now we live in such a fast paced, like very consumption based society. And so to be able to slow down and be like, okay, what am I actually doing right here today in this moment right now? So um, this is kind of an unprecedented like self care talk, but I just feel like we don't do a good job of like starting with the beginning of like us as a whole versus trying to like layer on multi steps to a skincare regimen thinking that that's self care. So yeah, so okay, that's a good place to stop, I guess. Um, There's a little self care for you today. Okay, huh. I wonder what y'all thought about that. It's always interesting for me to listen to it back after I edit it and think, what points did you actually make, Anna? (laughs) Like, are you okay? (laughs) I ask that question to myself often. But okay, I hope y'all enjoyed this episode. I wanted to talk a little bit about kind of like what's coming up in the future. Lot of sweet things, lots of fun in store for me and for y'all. And I'm always interested if y'all care to know what's even like going on in my life. (laughs) But what is fun to look forward to is in terms of episodes, I have some interesting topics on the doc. One that I'm looking forward to is more of like a medical or educational episode that I think as many of you, most of you, slash maybe all of you are women listening to this. I'm like, I did not know this is something that I should be looking for and interested about. So look forward to that. Won't give much more because y'all know I am not the doctor here. Also, I have a couple close family and friends lined up to talk about topics that I think y'all would be interested in. They're kind of like unique topics like the perspective of a stay-at-home dad 
Would y'all want to hear about that? I would. So, okay. And then we are going on a family trip to Hawaii. What in the world? Have y'all been to Hawaii? I haven't. And obviously we live super close to Hawaii. So looking forward to that and hoping this is the spark of many future trips to Hawaii. And I hope it looks exactly how I want it to look, if you know what I mean. And then y'all, I turned 32 so soon in just about a month. And so what in the world? What am I going to do with that? And then lastly, I'm excited. We have a coffee show coming up. Y'all coffee lovers out there. I am a person who loves coffee even before we lived in Seattle. But then I don't know if y'all know this, but my husband works in the coffee industry. So that's a lot of fun and a lot of fun in store for our next couple weeks and months. Um, But like I said in the episode, I have never felt more like convicted or frustrated about the state of my house and how to feel settled. And y'all know that we moved and it just feels like we have never fully finished moving, if that makes sense. Just such a longer process than I tend to give credit to. So um, prayers for me for that, Um, but obviously first world problems. And then just to end with, I did go to If Gathering. Um, I will make sure to give more information on Instagram about that, but just a women's conference in Dallas. And it was very life-giving and very like heavy in a sense. And so I'm looking forward to giving y'all a recap about that. And also want to make sure y'all know that tickets I think would already be on sale by the time this episode goes up. So if you're interested in going to If Gathering, potentially with me, that would be fun. Um, They are on sale. So really excited about it for next year. I think it's going to be in Fort Worth, which is something new. So all that being said, y'all hop over to the Instagram so we can chat about that. And y'all just have a wonderful day. Thanks for listening and love y'all so much. Mm